morning to you. Welcome back to D-Cup, the Disney Channel unoriginal podcast. I'm producer extraordinaire Joshua. And I'm regretting this. <laughs> <laughs> now it says here Josh vamps for 20 bars. So oh boy. we brought to the table a wonderful movie. This is one of my dad's favorite movies. Also, just to, just to let everyone listening know, this isn't a decom. This has never been shown on Disney Channel. It meets none of the criteria for the podcast. <laughs> but Josh, but lucky for you, for some reason, we are not able to show an episode this week. So you get this. I don't know <sighs> what's going to come up, but I'll probably put some sort of little intro in the beginning telling oh you what thing we messed up this week. Okay. But you can rest assured <laughs> that it probably wasn't my fault. Excuse me. We're watching Darby (laughs) O'Gill and the Little People from 1959. You're lucky I love your dad so much. (laughs) Josh, can you hit us with a summary? Why, yes, I can. Oh my God. A frisky old storyteller named Darby O'Gill is desperately seeking the proverbial pot of gold. There's just one tiny thing standing in his way, a 21-inch leprechaun named King Brian. In order to get the gold, Darby must match his wits against the shrewd little trickster, which proves no small task indeed. So uh, this movie was made in 1959. This movie Mm -hmm. is only three years younger than my parents. Also, I'd like to point out, I most definitely saw this movie on the Disney Channel as a kid. Are you serious? Yeah. When? Probably during the month of March. In like 1963, when you were born? (laughs) I think you're funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you think this is real cute. <laughs> I'm funny. Ah, <laughs> oh, so I guess I have never seen this movie. I've never heard of this movie. I only agreed because Josh said that his dad loves this movie and I thought it would be fun. So Josh, tell me what's your connection to this movie and what did you remember before rewatching it? Not a damn clue. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) I remember watching this with my dad when I was a kid. And I think I've seen it multiple times. But I didn't remember the plot other than he got wishes. But (laughs) I remembered like a whole bunch of leprechauns dancing. Ah. And there was the part where they're underneath the mountain. They're in like the home of the leprechauns. The leprechaun uh, hole. I remember that. Yes, the leprechaun hole down the well. I remembered that vividly. Like I, when Scary. it up, I was like, I remember everything about this scene. Scary. That like, goes through fast forward everything. I remember Sean Connery being in it, and that mm. was about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty fun. So I guess we can get into this. I looked it up. This movie has a one hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Hell yeah! And a seventy-seven percent audience score. Okay, let's go. Yeah, yeah. The movie let's go, Darby was, O'Gill. Yeah, I know. The movie was written by Lawrence Edward Watkin, who wrote for uh, the Magical World of Disney for many, many years. He did a lot of movies for them. And he also wrote the adaptations of Treasure Island and Robin Hood for Disney. Huh. The Like the 1950s live action movies. I'm not talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. like the Fox version. Of uh, or like Hood. Treasure Planet. Yeah, no, not Treasure Planet, Treasure Island. The one with gotcha, the pirates. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the movie I mean, was... they're, they're, they're pirates in 
Treasure Planet too. I haven't seen Treasure Planet probably <laughs> since I was a kid. Well, I thought you were going to say ever and we were going to hang up right now. But okay, <laughs> and, and then watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay. The movie was directed by Robert Stevenson, who he has such a really cool, extensive directing career of a lot of old movies. But movies that stuck out to me were The Love Bug, Herbie Rides Again, <sighs> Old Yeller, and Mary Poppins. Oh my God. I. So this guy's like. Love Mary Poppins. A king. Yeah, he's a king. Yeah. Jeez. That's so really cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna start off not with positives, <laughs> but I'm gonna start off with uh, a realization that came to me when I was watching this. Mm-hmm. And forgive my language, all of my friends' parents listening. This movie made me realize I don't know a damn thing about leprechauns. <laughs> like I will say <laughs> I didn't realize that leprechauns were of the devil. Yeah. Uh, and that the church actively despised them. Yeah. That that was that was a big uh a big surprise. Yeah, and I so guess they they this, keep the creatures of the night at bay. I okay. Well I guess, but also like so th- to the extent I didn't know that leprechauns gave you wishes. Is that you look surprised that I didn't know that? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's from this movie that I remember that because I remember them getting wishes from the leprechaun. I didn't know that that was something. I didn't know they were like genies. They gave you three wishes. I guess I kind of knew. I kind of knew that they were tricksters, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I guess I never realized what they were tricking you with. And like the fourth wish nonsense and that trickery. Like I never like I was like, what is this? What are the rules of leprechaun magic? Too. Like, I didn't know they, they, they could shape shift. They're invisible during the day. Like, they have tiny horses. That was that was a big WTF moment for me. I loved those miniature horses. The tiny Liv, horses? We're talking about positives. The tiny horses and the tiny hunt. Oh, my God. I, I was love like, it. I truly did not know what was going on in that entire scene. And I just kept watching, like, what? What's happening? Also, some more questions I have about leprechauns. Are there women leprechauns and are there leprechaun babies? Are they born and they grow into men or are they just 5,000 year old creatures that were created by God and sent to run amok? Or I guess created well, I by feel the like devil. it was very, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like it's very clearly established that these creatures are not of God. <laughs> <laughs> the but priest like, made it very clear that these were not of god i just i'm still tripping that they give you wishes like i really just thought that they hung out at the end of rainbows with gold and they just lived their lives you think they're just gonna give out gold to any person that pops up at the end of the rainbow no no no. i didn't think they Do you know gave how much you... it rains in ireland i didn't <laughs> i didn't think they gave you gold i just thought they they like sat on the gold and talked to you i mean they probably do that too but they're tricks yeah I just, I'm very interested in leprechauns now. Yeah. Apparently there's a, my friends would always talk about how, I think it was my friend Ruth specifically would talk about how if you're born in the morning, that you have a chance of seeing a leprechaun. But if you're born past noon, you will never see a leprechaun in your lifetime. I, I, <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I don't make the rules. <laughs> what? I'll have to follow up on that. Well, if we ever publish this episode, I will have to. Okay, I get need you to. I need you to research that right now because you know how mad I'm gonna be. I was born at twelve seventeen p.m. Oh, 
I, I will I will snap her right now. And I desperately need a leprechaun to meddle in my life for the better, like King Brian does. <laughs> Which half of the day is it that Yes, sorry, continue. Yeah, that was my other thing. You didn't answer this. I've I'm I'm like now delegating you to the role of leprechaun leprechaun knowledge master are there lady leprechauns and are they born or are they forged like are there baby leprechauns i want to say that they are further down in the caverns and this was like the leprechaun bro club that we see so because they they all go on the hunt maybe in the earth or maybe they're like they have better things to do than party and dance let me tell you, Cindy Lauper didn't write <laughs> Girls Just Want to Have Fun for No Reason. That's true. But was she talking about leprechauns? Exclusive. Oh, then, yeah. Sorry, Cindy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, they had a better party further down. Maybe. So do we want to hop into positives for this movie? Absolutely. And I think those miniature horses are a great start. Uh, I just want to talk about how adorable those little horses were. They were pretty cute. I wrote in all caps, miniature horses. I was- Four exclamation points. I was so confused. I was like, what is happening here? (laughs) They brought out the tiny horses and I was like, huh? What's happening? Which, that scene is just really fun. So, well, it starts with like probably the scariest thing I've ever seen in media. That horse? Where the horse flashes like back and forth with like some demonic energy. I was so scared. And like rears up and kicks him into a well. And I thought this horse just straight up murked this old man. Yeah, I was so scared of that horse. Like it started to to, like And it was his own horse. Yeah, but apparently it wasn't his horse. It was a puka. A puka. Yeah. Got him. The puka. It's Pookaboo. like something in Irish gotcha. in Irish tradition or Irish like folklore that's like a, a demon that can take shapes and it can either help or hurt you. And in this mm. case, so that wasn't his horse. It was the puka that led him to the well that that like kicks him in because King Brian was trying to save him. Yeah. So if you haven't seen this movie and you can watch it on Disney, it's wonderful. And you should. You should. It's a great movie. So Darby O'Gill works for the lord of this manor in this small town and the lord's off doing whatever, but he's the caretaker of the manor and he spends a lot of his days down like looking for leprechauns down at the public house, like drinking and telling the stories about the leprechauns, you know, just everything. And the lord of the manor comes in on his cart with Sean Connery in tow, Michael, Michael McBride. And Sean Connery comes in with (laughs) with Sean Connery, the Sean Connery, like in his prime, like this was pre James Uh, Bond too. like this is way to use one of my fun facts. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was before his James Bond days. (laughs) He is young and he's got a singing voice on him like and he's hot Sean. (laughs) Like I said, like in his prime. (laughs) But anyway, he comes in and he wants, you know, this younger man to take over taking care of the estate for him because it's kind of become unkempt in Darby's old age and he's kind of been distracted with everything. And his wife had passed away and he has a 20 year old daughter who is the most beautiful girl in the entire country of Ireland. And she is just chilling. And she's like, no, I don't want to settle down. I just want to, you know, chill. She is actually just 
just the cutest person I've ever seen in my life. Her smile, she has a hundred watt smile. She is a little firecracker of a lady. Like, she's just beautiful and just so cute. I loved her. Yes. So he comes in, but Darby's kind of distracted by everything, trying to take care, make sure that she's well cared for. And he's really trying to be like, it's like, Katie. 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 (laughs) Katie. (laughs) And he really just wants to make sure that, you know, she has somebody to look out for when he's gone, which she... She's got a she's got an arm on her. She could probably take care of herself. Yeah. But, you know, he's he's a concerned father and this guy comes in and he's like, "Hey, I'm going to I like you, Darby, but you know, I got to get somebody younger to take care of this place. I'll set you up in this other house. I'll take care of you. You can live out the rest of your days there, you and Katie both. I like you. Like I want to like treat do good by you." And, you know, that doesn't sit well as well with him because Katie grew up in that house, all that jazz. And he, for some reason, refuses to tell her until like the day they're getting kicked out. Yeah. But he never tells her. She finds out from the. Oh, yeah. She finds out in a letter that ladies. the like the shed skin of a snake tells her. And. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that what you're referring to this old woman as? Yes. Oh, my God. She is evil. She is evil and she has like, she does this pursed lip thing that reminds me of like the s- dead skin of a <laughs> shedded snake. Oh my God, Josh. <laughs> I'll cut it if I need to, but like <laughs> she is evil. She is the worst character in that movie. Not you saying she's evil and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes you be both. Also, we have, we have an answer to this. Oh. Uh, Ruth says... Oh, wait, you're in luck. It is <gasps> afternoon that you might see a leprechaun in your lifetime. There's a chance. There is a chance. I need, I need the wish. But the thing is, oh, this is hard. This is hard. Okay, I think we'll talk more about the movie and then I have a question to pose. Yes, okay. Where did we get, I got okay, off I'll talking hop- about the plot. Uh, yeah, this episode's all over the place. But I'll hop <laughs> in with a positive I have. Yeah. I think... The performances in this movie are great. And I oh, would like amazing. to I'd like to highlight some of my favorites. First off, Darby. He is adorable. He I am a sucker for a kooky little old man. The older and the kookier the better. I love when old men are off their rockers. It's adorable. <laughs> I cried at the end of the movie when Darby sacrificed himself for his daughter. Spoiler alert. I like It made me so emotional. I thought that this man just gave a stellar performance. And like yeah. the way that he says his daughter's name, Katie. Like every time he said Katie, I, I, I could just hear how much he loved his little girl. And like he was just, I, it was always like, Katie. <laughs> and which side tangent on that, this man, he could get a whole pot of gold if he wanted to, but he spends like a whole fortnight waiting and trying to figure out what his daughter wants without yeah. outright telling her like, hey, like I've got a leprechaun in this bag over here and he's going to give me a wish. What do you want? Yeah. Like, he's he trying, just wants to know what she wants to surprise her. Yeah. she He wants to surprise her with what she wants. And she's like, I don't want anything. Like, I'm fine living this life where I am. He's such and a good dad. He just wants, you know, to give her 
everything that she could ever hope for. Uh, my dream is to like live next door to an old man like Darby and like play chess, play checkers with him or something. Yeah. I just, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of kooky old people. Other, I mean, we talked about Katie. Great. She was really cute. She, she nailed it. Sean Connery, hot. And I think also the, the chemistry between them. Crazy, right? They uh, made as soon as they were on screen together, it was mm-hmm. oh yeah. Oh. And then I think the standout performance of this movie was uh, Darby's horse. That horse was so talented. That horse was how? so talented. How did they I get wrote that down. horse how to wink? How did they teach that horse how to wink? <laughs> I want to know. I wrote down Cleopatra the horse trotted so that Maximus could gallop. Oh wow, you're so right. <laughs> Secretary at like, who? Like I'm Seabiscuit where? I really, <laughs> I really the horse winked. I couldn't get over it. That horse I, was so good. And it was just like staring at him when they were having like the whole singing rounds. If you told uh, me that that horse could read, I would believe it. <laughs> <laughs> What's another positive uh, from your list? I really loved the scene i talked about this a little bit when they're in the home of the leprechaun king they he falls into a well and he's taken into like this big giant court where they have all these like different treasures and different things and they're just dancing a jig and playing music and just having a great old time which honestly the dream it was it sounded really fun take me to the leprechaun hole (laughs) they taste Post haste. <laughs> and, you know, Darby's there. Like, the king brought him there because he was like, oh, you know, you were getting kicked out of your home. I wanted to do right by you. We've been kind of adversaries. We've been rivals. But, like, you know, we like each other. Like, I want to do right by you. And so I saved you, and you can just stay down here and have fun with us. He's like, that's great, but I need to get back to Katie. Katie. And- <laughs> he can't leave Katie. <laughs> and so he's trying to think of a way out. And so what he does, he's gets them he tries first to be like hey i need to go get my fiddle i'll be back and he's like no 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 that's not gonna work yeah so well i guess once you enter the leprechaun hole you are never allowed to leave ever yeah which is and weird. it's weird because then they immediately open up the side of the mountain and they all leave yeah <laughs> and, but i guess mortals once mortals see the leprechaun oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. hole but it was like open up and i guess he could like do we have to uh, bleep when i say leprechaun hole i don't think so okay <laughs> <laughs> that would make it really interesting though <laughs> uh but then he starts playing the fiddle and he plays the fox hunt and because they say leprechauns like three things dancing <laughs> drinking and hunting and so they start dancing A around drinking man's life. and as darby gets it in his brain i'm just gonna start playing faster and faster like this man presses the fast forward button on the vhs mm-hmm. or on the vcr and he speeds up everything and it runs like it's in fast forward almost. Yeah. And it's hilarious. And it just keeps getting faster and faster. And the leprechauns keep dancing faster and faster. Then eventually they just blow a big horn and they bust out the mini horses, yeah. open up the side of the mountain and just gallop off into the night. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> it was crazy. I was it so was... confused. I figured out what happened later, but I was sitting there like, what is happening <laughs> here? <laughs> <laughs> And so, like, afterwards, he tries to fill his pockets with, like, all the gold and everything. And I didn't think he was going to... I said he shouldn't have been greedy because the mountain started to close, and I thought he wasn't going to make it yeah, out. Yeah, I didn't but either. he I barely that, makes it out. I thought the movie was going to be that, like, Katie and Sean Connery had to come and find him. They had to, like, travel yeah. to the leprechaun hole 
and find him. Because, like, she's the only one that believes him. Yeah, when you lose and... your dad in the leprechaun hole, whew, yeah. hate when that happens. Because <laughs> he gets but greedy. Then, <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, he made it. He, like, yeah. really pulled an Indiana Jones on that. But yeah. then his horse was waiting outside. So maybe maybe the, the puka, like, took over the horse or, like, swapped out. Like, did I a don't big know. I, I, am, I barely... I might even be saying the word wrong, puka. I'm not familiar with the puka and their powers. I'm not even familiar familiar with the leprechauns and their powers. I really enjoyed just continuing that when he waits in his barn with the horse, where we see the horse wink. Yes. And waits for King Brian to come in, the king of the leprechauns, and tricks him into getting just plastered drunk. I, I absolutely hammered how like how Darby like you there's some moments where you think Darby is kind of like not dumb but not the brightest but like he's sharp as a whip like he is sly I clever. so many times he is he's a so clever operator clever. like he is oh, he is amazing he's like that old man that everybody knows is full of crap but he still goes for it I, like when he's trying to talk people into it, it's like what no like what are you talking about like he's I just so love, lovable i would but love he knows what's darby. going on i would love to be darby when i, I grow up like it's oh. like outwit leprechauns have a daughter that i love and i don't know just walk around ireland i lost i, yeah. I kind of lost it there in the end but it works I, I, those all sound really great yeah but they sit and they sing like 80 some verses of <laughs> yeah. the wishing song the wishing and song. he gets absolutely plastered darby sober to the bone mm-hmm. that entire night because leprechauns lose their powers in the daytime this is another so thing that i escape. did not know about leprechauns <laughs> leprechauns only had their powers at night and he tricked him to stay until morning so he could escape the and then he sicked his cat on him and he's like you gotta give me the wishes back <laughs> That was a, that was one thing I did like. I liked how Darby held the cat like a gun. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. Like, Don't make me use this. Yeah, I know how to use it. <laughs> yeah, this I think this, this is a good time to bring up this. It's a positive, but it's also like a kind of a question I'd love for us to discuss these two characters. Mm-hmm. Are Darby and Brian friends or foes? Because they hate each other, but they also have this great respect where they want to help each other because let's it, it all starts the their entire relationship starts when Darby finds King Brian king of the leprechauns he makes his wishes but Brian being the leprechaun that he is tricks Darby out of it because he tells him to make his fourth wish and if you make a fourth wish all all the wishes are null and void and so he they tricks him away. he tricks him and then, you know, Darby does not like King Brian at all because he tricks him out of his wishes. But then we find out that Darby has been protecting the leprechauns. Like he's been telling people, hey, watch out. Like, don't step here. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like he's been helping them stay alive. And then also King Brian tried to save Darby by taking him to the leprechaun hole so that he could live there for the rest of his days. He took him to his hole. Yeah. Like and Darby so, talks about how his grandfather like told him all the stories of the leprechauns. And yeah. so Darby like is like making sure everybody knows it's like, hey, like we got to treat these guys with respect. Yeah. Like, but also they, they do good things for us, but also they got that money. But they <laughs> hate each other because he tricks because then Darby tricks Brian and Darby is like, F you, you know, like he's like, <laughs> he does not like King Brian. But they're also like, oh, I can't tell. It's just this love it's, hate. 
it's a great battle of wits. Like, like you said, they absolutely respect the heck out of each other. Mm-hmm. But they like, hate each other too. To no end. But at the and end it's of like the day, a, they, who's better? Yeah. At the end of the day, they do like save one another when it yeah. comes down to it. Crazy. Like when he keeps turning into a rabbit and he tricks him again, like, I just, oof. Yeah. Oof. I like can't tell. Like, is King <laughs> Brian, I you. Is King Brian a villain? Is the Leprechaun I don't think he King is. a villain? I don't think he is in the slightest. You just think that being a trickster is in his blood. He can't fight it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, that's just what he does. He doesn't want to grant these wishes, but like, those are the rules. Why doesn't he want to grant the wishes? If I was a leprechaun, I would want to give everyone wishes. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's probably some sort of cosmic balance that like, you can't, you can't just give everybody wishes. But like, what does he gain by the trickery? I don't know. They just get to have fun. Distraction. They said they love distraction. Mm. Diversion. And they like just, you know, playing games, having fun. And mm-hmm. so they think it's really fun to just outsmart people. Because you got to think, this guy is, this Leprechaun King is 5,000 years old. Like, he's well, got to do something to keep him entertained. I am too, but <laughs> I don't be tricking people. Fair. Another, fair. this is uh, a positive of mine. Mm-hmm. I I love the ending. I love the ending of the movie. I Part it of it, so part of the ending is in my negatives. But I love the overall theme of, self-sacrifice yes i love the overall theme of self-sacrifice especially like i love the trope of parents sacrificing themselves for their children i just like it always hits me in the in my heart like it makes me so i that sounded kind of weird like i don't Mm -hmm. i don't like watching people like self-sacrifice all the time but like i don't know there's something about like a parent loving their child so much that they're like take me that just makes mm-hmm. me so emotional because I'm like that that's a love that not many people experience. I'm not trying to get sappy on the pod, but yeah. like I don't know. I've experienced very strong love that I think I would like I would definitely self-sacrifice for, but I've always been said that like the love you feel for a child is so strong and I'm just like that that's amazing. Like I I think that would be amazing to experience that and seeing it on the screen when it's done well and when the actors really portray it well, like it hits so hard. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. And then like the scene in question is at the end and we can get into this maybe in the negatives. Suddenly in the last seven minutes of the movie, Banshee. a Banshee exists. No, no, no. I, uh, <laughs> it's the last 15 minutes. I checked. <laughs> okay. The Banshee but... <laughs> appears, which we will talk about later. And the Banshee comes for Katie. And <laughs> Just like it did for Darby's wife, which we find out. We, okay, which, I okay, guess the Banshee okay. killed we'll, his wife. Listen, we'll we'll get there. We will get yeah, yes, there. Yes, yes. Anyway, so Katie dies. And, you're you're or saying she's your like, name wrong. It's Katie. Katie. <laughs> Katie dies. And... Or she's like on her deathbed. She's on like, her deathbed. The priest is getting ready to give her last rites. Like she's the, unconscious. She's got a shadowy, fever somehow. Yeah, the shadowy carriage of death dr- driven by the headless horseman pulls up. Yes, the death coach. To come get her. And Darby is like, no, the, the coach, it's coming for Katie. I can't let it come for Katie. And so then he calls for King Brian to use his last wish. And he's like, you have to send it away. You have to send it away. And King Brian is like, I can't. That's out of my power. Once the coach comes, it has to leave with a soul. And that's when Darby looks at him and he says, take me. I wish that it would take me instead of Katie. 
And King Brian looks so sad and he's like, no, Darby, no. And Darby's like, no, it's my wish. And he said, it's granted. And he takes, he takes him in the, and it's so sad. sad. And he he says, he says, it's better for the old to die than the young. I'm going to cry. (laughs) So he's getting taken away in the death coach. And which the effects on that scene for nineteen fifty nine? Actually, I missed that. A was crazy. The, the effects in this movie are very good, considering that it's nineteen fifty nine. Yeah, like especially considering it's nineteen fifty nine. Like there are some effects in like the eighties and maybe even the nineties that aren't as good. I'm not gonna lie, the banshee. I almost peed myself. The banshee's scary. The death coach, same the, effects, scary. The puka horse. Yeah, the puka horse terrified me. Mm -hmm. But going back, like he's on the death coach and King Brian pops up and he's like, look, I figured you shouldn't go alone. Like, I'm just gonna ride this out with you. And they're talking about like, he's like, I, you know, it's, you know, Katie. He's like, you know, Katie, she woke up, her fever broke as soon as you stepped on the coach. It's a shame that you're not gonna see her and Michael get married, run off together. I really wish you could see that. No, he says, I wish I could go all the way with you. Oh, it's like, I really wish I could go all the way with you. And Darby says, I wish you could too. And then uh, Brian's like, <laughs> you dummy. Yeah, he's <laughs> That's your fourth laughing. wish. And he like gets blasted out of the yeah. side of the coach and into him. the mud. He tricks to him, save him into <laughs> making a fourth wish to save his life. Because <laughs> it cancels out the wish of, you know, getting saved. And, or not getting saved, but getting getting taken away. Yeah. And I I loved that it wasn't like, haha, look, I did this for you. Like it was like a, ha, you're dumb. Yeah, <laughs> see you see you on the battleground, punk. Yeah, I I think I would have liked a little emotional groundedness there, but I, but I like liked no, I feel it. that's what it everything it was emotional like they were having like this mm-hmm. like this talk as Darby was being literally carted off to death. Yeah. This just very poignant and solemn conversation they were having about just life and like the people that you leave behind and everything. Yeah. I thought it was a really touching moment, but then I thought it would be out of character if, you know, when he does help him out, that it would be that sentimental, Yeah, you know, like yeah. it's got to be. Yeah. Because that's their whole relationship. Like it's got to be that. Yeah. Like it, that just made it so much better. Yeah. It was pretty, it was pretty fun. Yeah. And then Michael said that he talked to King Brian. Yeah. Like, so like it's all, it's all in the family now. Yeah. I love it. So should we uh, transition into negatives? So would you yeah. like to go first? This one's not really a positive or a negative. So I think this will fit really well here. Okay. The fight scene at the end. Uh, which, that's in my negatives. So we well, can no, 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 no. It's not the fight scene itself that I'm talking about right oh. now. It is the faces of everybody watching the fight. <laughs> <laughs> As no it's one. going on, there are so <laughs> many faces, like so many shots of the faces in this pub, just watching this fight between Pony and Michael, which... We haven't talked about Pony yet, but we will. <laughs> sleazebag. And smarmy looking... Mm. But everybody's just watching and they're like making these... Ooh, ah, oh, ee, ee. Like they're just yeah. grimacing and like bearing their... T- like it's and I'm like, the why, weirdest thing to watch. Why isn't anyone stopping this? <laughs> Honor. You don't break up a fight in a pub. Okay. <laughs> they they got to fight it out. <laughs> well, since you're talking about one of my negatives was 
Is this fight at the end of the movie necessary? Which is just so you know, we have this amazing like emotional arc, Darby getting his life back. And then it cuts to the the pub where Pony, who is the sleazebag, I guess the real villain of the movie. Pony is this The like, real villain's his mom. I think Pony's the real villain. I think they're both villains. Yeah, they his, are. Pony uh, and I'll his get into mom, why I think the mom is the real villain. Pony and his mom are just like sleazy people. And Pony is an absolute psycho. He is, yeah. he's trying to like get Darby to be, or not Darby. He's trying to get Kaiti to be his wife. And, and take Darby's job. And take Darby's job. And also like he makes fun of Darby all the time because he doesn't believe in leprechauns. And he's well, like- he also, he's just always looking for a fight, but he is always smiling like a psychopath. Yeah, Christian Bale, American psycho type smile. Yeah. And so he is fighting Sean Connery, or Sean Connery comes in to fight Pony. And the fight goes on. I so, Okay, so this is what I would have liked. I would have just liked it if Sean Connery decked him right in the kisser and Pony hits the ground. That's what I wanted. Instead, we get like a two to three minute fight scene where we don't know who's going to win the fight. And I just felt like it was a little unnecessary. I, I guess like, it was. Yeah, I'll say it was a little gratuitous. Like, I feel like they needed to show that Pony wasn't just a pushover. Like he was an actual legitimate threat because the entire movie, they said, but we know this guy could kill you if he wanted to. But we like, know this that. Guy, We've established but we haven't seen it. it. But, I mean, he did not. And Sean Darby's Connery in there out. telling the story. He got a sneak attack on him. Is the thing. So we'd never seen them actually fight. Yeah, but I guess. you know, Darby's in the pub telling the story, the beautiful story about how he saved Kaiti, and Pony comes in. He's like, "Ha ha, you loser!" And Michael yeah. comes in, talks about how he's like, "Yo, King Brian told me who hit me over the back of the head that night." He's and like, "Oh yeah," fight. he's like, "Yeah," and he told me what I should do about it too. It's like, what's that? That I should clock him in the nose, something like that. Yeah. It's no, like, I think because I was gonna jaw. say that we didn't need the fight at all, but I won't say that because I do like that we we get to see Pony get his ish rocked. Like I yeah. I'm I'm here for a good a good one two to Pony's face. Mm -hmm. I think we needed to see that, but it it was just such a long fight. Like I think that he just should have been punched and then happily ever after. Like it just it, I I feel like it didn't flow well. Yeah, it, it, I agree. Like it was a tad gratuitous, but I didn't mind it as much. Yeah, I'll start with one of my first negatives and it's more technical and it's mm -hmm. just kind of also it's more funny. I'm not it's not like yeah. a true negative because, you know, it's about the effects of the time, but it yeah. made me laugh. So a lot of the scenes were shot using like forced perspective with the leprechauns to humans. And so there are times when Darby is talking to King Brian and he is fully looking like five to six ah. inches above his head. And it's like they're, the eye contact with the leprechauns is very all over the place. It made me laugh. Yeah. I noticed that when they were talking, like after they saw Katie come home yeah. from the dance and he, they're sitting on the stairs together and he's just like looking right oh. over his head. Oh, I noticed it in the beginning, in the first scene yeah. and in the scene when they're in King Brian's hole. I noticed mm -hmm. that. Call it the leprechaun hole, please. <laughs> the leprechaun hole. <laughs> Calling it King Brian's hole just makes it a little bit worse. Okay, cut it. <laughs> no, I'm not cutting it. I'm just leaving. I'm letting you know. 
uh, speaking of some technical stuff, some of the cuts were really jarring. Like it had some good transitions, yeah. but there were some cuts that were just really jarring going back and forth. Yeah. It yeah. Was odd. Another technical thing. The woman that you were, Pony's mom, who you referred to as a shriveled up snake skin. I felt like none of her words matched her mouth. Like it felt like she was dubbed. Yeah. So I was wondering that. I couldn't tell if it was ADR or just like, I don't know if ADR. Irish. I don't know if ADR was a thing then. Well, I mean, you played I know they a film. Had, I mean, yeah, I guess they have dubbing. It was probably very like early ADR, but yeah. like I also wondered if it was just really old person Irish. I don't know because they were they talked like real. Their jaws were kind of like I don't know. It just it like it deep didn't... in their deep inside their mouth they were talking. Yeah. So it didn't look like it was lining up. Yeah, I don't know because I I really couldn't figure it out. Yeah, it was but very, I had the same exact thing. It was unsettling. <laughs> yeah, there were some. And I don't know if maybe that's just like bringing it up to Disney Plus standards. Maybe. Like maybe some of the audio and the dialogue was a little hard to hear or yeah. it was hard to recover and convert to digital. So they had to do a little bit of touch ups. But yeah. I don't know. It looks really good on Disney Plus. The It does. The quality of it. The Technicolor really, really pops. I was pleasantly surprised. Oh, sorry. I got to go back to a positive real quick. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know if this was like one of those missed where he was supposed to be looking things, but when they are, when he is feeding him or giving him all the alcohol in the barn, mm-hmm. Darby straight up gyms the camera. <laughs> You're kidding. Point. No, no. Like he looks at the horse a lot. Yeah. He, and it's he, like clear the horse is the established horse. over on this side of the screen. King Brian's over here, but he looks and gyms the camera like- he, stares right down that barrel once king brian starts showing signs of being drunk he straight up gyms the camera and like does a little smirk i love i thought it was so funny (laughs) i love a fourth wall break it was great oh this is so now here we're gonna move into some more like less technical negatives and this is i guess more of a comment on all movies in the 50s and 60s man they really just grab women and sling them around (laughs) honestly so aggressively and like i this isn't the first time i've ever seen it i've watched older movies before and it's always been something that i guess i've noticed but like i guess it stood out to me in this one they will just men just grab women by the shoulders and shake them like rag dolls. They shake them like a baby and you're trying to give it shaking baby syndrome. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I, it scares me. But it's me. true. Yeah, no, they just like, like forcefully, like even the guy, like Michael, who's supposed to be the good guy, like grabs Katie oh, by the arm at one point. That's who I'm talking about. Like, I am specifically talking about Sean Connery grabbing Katie. Because he like, and it's supposed, and it's in like scenes that we're supposed to be like, oh, this is so romantic, but I can't think it's romantic because I'm scared for her safety. Yeah, no, they just like grab her. And like, I guess he's like angry because like she stepped in and it like demasculized him, I guess. I'm not even talking about that. It's like, he, I mean, okay, that moment too, because like he he grabs and slings her a lot. Yeah. Also, which, I should clarify that that's not a valid excuse, but I can see where it's coming from in the character. Yeah. Like, no, but like he's. I angry, don't support grabbing and like, shaking women. <laughs> I don't know, Josh. I've seen you grab and shake some ladies in your time. <laughs> well, yeah, but like that was on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> That was so dumb. 
sorry, Ugh. that tickled me. That tickled me pink. <laughs> no, but he, there's a moment where he's like trying to convey how much he loves her. And he's just shaking her. He is grabbing her so hard. And I, uh, I'm very glad we're, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I know. Like when she's trying to leave and she's yeah. like really angry at him. Yeah. 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 She's like, no, just get out of here. Like, yeah. you're taking this job. Like, yeah. What do you need Crazy. us for? Like, just here, you can sleep here. Like, I'll get out of your way. Yeah. And he's like, no, you got to listen to me. Like, I love you. And it's. Yeah. Just, yeah. just crazy. Little, um, little, a bit too much there. <laughs> yeah. This is a question I have about mm -hmm. the leprechaun magic. And it's in my negatives because I think it might be a plot hole, but it, I don't know. So I will mm -hmm. refer to you as the master of leprechaun knowledge. We're in the bar and Darby is about to make his third wish. And he has yeah. King Brian in the bag. And King Brian, whenever he's like shown to people, he's like pretending to be a rabbit. And, but that's at night. This is in daytime. And then Katie comes in and she like accidentally lets him out. And we see a rabbit run out of the bag, supposedly King Brian. But it's the mm. daytime and leprechaun magic is not supposed to work daytime. So how can he be a rabbit? Uh, I want to say it's because that's just how he chooses to appear to people. But I, and it's like it's I, like an inherent it's an inherent trait, not magic. I maybe. think it's but I think it's magic. It's his trickery. His charms do not work in the day. They said that blatantly. <laughs> now, they did say that they walk around invisible during the day. But yeah. invisible maybe, is not rabbit. And yeah, I it's... I want that on a t-shirt. Invisible is not rabbit. That's very valid. Uh, my best explanation would be... I think yeah, it's a hole. I, don't know. I think it's a plot hole. And it's a negative I don't for think me. it's a hole. I don't know. I think, I, I I think it's that, a like, leprechaun being able to change its Like being able to change their appearance to rabbit or invisible is just their way of blending in. But they can't like go through walls or open doors or grant wishes. Well, no, they can grant wishes because they can grant wishes in the day. So, like, I think it's just like their their crazy magic, they're, like the blue charms. stuff that comes out of their know. fingers. I think that it's a I think it's a big old leprechaun hole. I don't know. I think. Did he say that all magic couldn't be used in he, the daytime, no, or was just he, he couldn't said, use your tricks? He said your charms can't be used in the day. Mm, his charms, and I think mm, that would be like, considered a charm. You know, I'll I'll give it to you. Thank I, you. Thank you. Yeah. What is Maybe a... he thought it was nighttime in the bag. Oh, or... I don't think that, that's no. how it works. <laughs> oh, if we really want an explanation for it, he stayed a rabbit since the previous night. I, But I don't think that's... I think that the magic would wear off once the sun rises. I don't know, because I think... I think... I don't know. I think it's a hole, and I think that's okay. What's a, what's another uh, negative on your list? Um, One negative is the person that knows nothing about leprechauns telling me how uh, leprechaun magic works. <laughs> <laughs> damn just saying he just, got uh... me okay guys that's it i am retiring from d cup josh will be taking over it's been a great run uh um, thank you for joining me in this hostile takeover i'm, it was... I'm leaving forever bye <laughs> so this one's it's hard to make but another negative that I do have, and it's not really a negative. It's just more of like continuity's sake. So Kaiti is, you know, clearly talked up to be like the most gorgeous person in at least this village, probably all of Ireland. And honestly. she is. Janet Monroe, gorgeous. And she is. She Even has such nice teeth. 
<laughs> and thank in you. this era of <laughs> Ireland, she would not like they are pearly white. Like I don't think I've seen somebody today. Like I don't think I know anybody in person with that nice of teeth. Ouch. That's not a burn. Like they're just immaculate teeth. Like they're that good. Listen, my parents paid a lot of money for my orthodontry. Yeah, so did mine. Seven years of braces. <laughs> but like they are pristine. Yeah. Everyone else's and teeth they... are rotting out of their skulls. <laughs> yeah, but it's Except uh... for Sean Connery. He has good teeth. Yeah. But like he just has, you know, normal teeth. But yeah. you know. I mean, they're a lot nicer than everybody else. Him, Pony, and uh Kaiti all have really good teeth. Yeah. I didn't really, like, I just knew he was smiling a lot. Pony was just so smarmy. Like, I couldn't look yeah. at him and be like, yeah, those are nice teeth. Yeah. I just, I was like, I want to punch that smile off his face. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now I think it's time to discuss yeah. the Banshee. The Banshee. So we are almost to the end of the movie. And we, I guess Katie, Katie finds out that... Her father has lied by omission. He has not told her that they are going to have to leave. She gets upset at him. She gets upset at Sean Connery. And she like she runs off into the night to try to get the horses. And Darby finds Sean Connery and they're like, where's Katie? And he was like, she ran off. She's very angry. Katie. 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 <laughs> she runs off and they hear like a shrill scream. And... I have to say, we nobody mentioned Banshee ever in this movie. Not a nope. single time until with 15 minutes left in the movie, we hear a scream and Darby says, it's the Banshee. And Sean Connery says, no, it might be the wind. And then Darby drops, no, it's it's the whale of the Banshee, just like it was on the night it took Katie's mother. And what? it's like, well, that would have been some good knowledge to right? have. We know her mother died, and but we like we just assume she died of like passed away, yeah, passed away. I don't know hysteria, famine, like I don't what know. women died yeah. of the galloping consumption. Who knows? It's Ireland. I wrote down the whale of the banshee. Well, that's some eleventh hour exposition if I've ever heard it. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, is just... I I wrote down very interesting. To throw in this plot without any explanation with only 15 minutes left in the movie. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then I, I was like, maybe they're just like saying, oh, it's the Banshee. No, no, no. The Banshee appears <laughs> and the Banshee My next line is, is oh, terrifying. dang, the Banshee. Yeah. I was like, I, <laughs> I wrote down, what the heck is happening? So sad. Like, it was crazy. The Banshee. And the Banshee comes to take her. Yeah, and he's like over top of her and is like trying to scare the Banshee away and throws like a flaming branch at her. But I was like, like, why have we not talked about Katie's mother being taken by the Banshee? Like, this is like some Atlantis stuff, you know? Yeah, it's like, crazy. I, like, I was just like, if we're going to try to make this poetic and be like the Banshee took Katie's mother and now comes for Katie, we should have talked about this sooner. Like, there was no Chekhov's gun at all. It was just, bam, suddenly Banshee. Concealed carry with that one. I know. <laughs> that was a good one. Oh, my. Oh, thank you. Wow. Whoa. That's, I, wow. I loved that. We should say that more. When it's thank like you. something that comes out of nowhere at the end and is very unfitting. That's a concealed carry right there. That's good. Chekhov's concealed carry. <laughs> Concealed carry. 
<laughs> Chekhov's Second oh. Amendment rights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. I felt good about that one. <laughs> you should. That was amazing. <laughs> oh, but I, I think that's that was probably the biggest one for me. Yeah. But other than that, like I didn't have very many faults. But with I this gotta movie. say, like, it with, was so fun. Even though, even though it's one of my, even though it might be my biggest negative, the Banshee suddenly appearing. I, Thirty seconds after I was like, "What the heck?" I was like, "Okay, I'm in." I, the Banshee's here. This is a part of it. You got me. I'm hooked. Yeah. <laughs> I accepted it very quickly. It was. It was a lot. <laughs> so loved it. Would you? Maybe want to know some fun facts about this movie? I would absolutely love to know some fun facts. Because I have zero fashion notes. The leprechaun outfits were cool. They like were. King Brian. King absolutely Brian. loved him. King Brian looked it was great. spiffy. I thought he looked good. He was spiffy as heck. He really also, was. I just love that kind of like old British Irish fashion. Yeah, I do too. Like, Take me I, that. I realize I watching Katie, watching Katie like <sighs> run down this hill in this beautiful like dress it was very like understated dress in the grassy knolls of ireland being chased by sean connery that that's the first time where ever where i have ever been like i was born in the wrong generation <laughs> like <laughs> i think i think i would have thrived in this era of ireland but i say that i say that realizing that like i probably wouldn't because there was so much disease and death misogyny poverty and misogyny but i think i would have thrived in this specific movie yeah yeah no i think you would have done great like i would love to be a katie a katie a katie yeah that's all my fashion yeah so fun facts uh one of my fun facts was this is sean connery pre james bond the casting director of james bond was first acquainted with him from this movie and it later led to him booking james bond Crazy, yeah. I know. Yeah, another, this is a, a little bit of a longer fun fact, so I do want to read this just because it's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Jimmy O'Day, who plays King Brian, and mm-hmm. the other actors who played Leprechauns were not given any screen credit, nor did Walt Disney allow any other material to be published about them in the marketing for this movie. Disney's intention was to give the illusion he was using real Leprechauns for the filming. Walt Disney even went so far as to film Disneyland season five, episode six, I Captured the King of the Leprechauns, in which he, Walt Disney, and Darby managed to corner King Brian and convince him to participate in this movie along with his people. That's psychotic. Insane. <laughs> I know. I... Like, Walt Disney really went overboard in some things I... where he, like, he considered Disney, he took Disney magic very seriously. To yeah. the point where, like, they didn't get any credit or anything because he wanted the people. He wanted people to think he had real leprechauns. That's crazy. I wonder if they actually got paid. Oh, that I bet they got paid like pennies. Oh, probably. Because I mean, this is similar. Because in Snow White, they had a clause that the actress who voiced Snow White couldn't do anything else acting wise ever again because her uh... voice was so nu- unique, and Walt Disney wanted it to be uniquely Snow White. Wow, crazy crazy like actually insane another fun fact albert sharp who played darby o'gill Mm -hmm. was actually retired from acting and walt disney convinced him to come out of retirement for this role that's so cool yeah and i i'm so glad he did because he killed it and with that that is my last fun fact 
Now we move into... Oh, uh, no, no, no. I have actually a little fun fact. Oh, you do? Uh, oh, I'm so excited. Yes. Yeah. So Janet Monroe, who played Kaiti, actually won a Golden Globe Award for her performance in <gasps> Darby O'Gill and the Little People. I did see that and I forgot to write it down. Yeah, no, for she best won newcomer. a Golden Globe for this. Yeah. For Best Newcomer. That's Which right. Which she earned it. She did. Like, she did. I just thought that was cool. Yeah, no, it is pretty cool. So now we move on to our saddest where are they now ever. And where are they now? Everyone in this movie has passed away. Sean Connery, yeah. Sean Connery was the last surviving cast member from this movie and he passed away in October of 2020. So, very very sad. So let's wrap yeah. up our thoughts into oh, a nice uh, okay. little bow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh, why don't you go first? I loved it. I loved yeah. seeing this as an adult after, you know, kind of losing it to my memory, watching it as a kid. But I can see why it is among my dad's favorite movies right up there with Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I, I it, it's a solid movie. It is so fun. It, it's rated 100% on Rotten Tomatoes for a reason. Like, yeah. that's insane to me. Like, it's not insane that it's rated so highly because it, it's legitimately a very enjoyable movie. It's very like, fun. I would recommend watching this. This I might watch this, like, every March. Yeah, This might same. be my, like, St. Patrick's Day, like, same. go-to. I might have to come back like, to this. Like, I absolutely sure. love this. This movie has everything. Romance, action, ghosts trickery sacrifice leprechauns literally everything this movie has it all well-trained horses it was so fun i i loved it i wish i had a cheeky little leprechaun that would come and be my friend and also my foe but like we battle with wits that would be a lot of fun oh uh, this reminds me of the question i wanted to ask you oh so i'll set the scene you find a leprechaun mm -hmm. what are your three wishes now, this oh. is the thing we have to be very careful because as Darby said, leprechauns love to twist wishes. So like you wish for a big house, but you don't wish for the money to upkeep the house or anything. And then you're just a poor man in a big house. So like, what are your mm -hmm, wishes? Mm -hmm. We have to be very careful. Oh, this is going to be, uh, got to wish for a pot of gold. Yeah. I mean, that's but the like, standard. Yeah. Like the, the, like you know, the standard pot of gold, like set you up financially, yeah. like put it in like a nice savings account, roll with that. And then like still save some for when, you know, the economy collapses and then mm -hmm. you have some gold that might still be worth something. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Apocalypse. Ugh. You know, that's, it's tough. It you is. Know? I don't it know. Is. I don't know what I would wish for. I mean, I'd probably wish to be a cyborg or be <laughs> immortal or something like that. Like something crazy. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know if that's within his power. But I mean, he's like the leprechauns are immortal, so I'm sure they could yeah, do that. They could but like, I don't know if it's like the kind of thing where it's like, oh, I wish I was immortal. So he turns you into a leprechaun. Yeah. Or, like, or you get turned into a sentient rock. I feel like that's a genie or like a monkey's paw. Like, I feel like the leprechaun is just like begrudgingly, OK, I'll do what I can. Yeah, I think I also think if you wished for immortality, that the leprechaun would get tricky and it would be like, OK, you can never die, but you can still get very, very sick or very injured but you can never die. So like you'd just be in like agonizing pain, but never be able to die, you know? And I'll say, thanks for telling me that. My third wish. <laughs> <laughs> you just got played, punk. <laughs> and there we go. Yeah, I, I think pot of gold for sure. Because like, you know, it's like when you go to a restaurant, you have to order the original. Like you have to order the special. Yeah. So I'm yeah. going to order the original pot of gold. 
For sure. I think I would try to do something like Darby did, where it's like try to help out your family and your loved ones. You know, like maybe yeah. try to a pot of gold for them. The pot of gold seems safe. It seems like the safest bet. Yeah, it's like the standard. Yeah. The gold standard. Yeah, the gold standard. Very good. He he he. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'd wish for like, huh? Huh? Maybe like. I feel like I could do a lot of good with the gold and living forever. I can like let it grow and I can like yeah. set up. Maybe I'd wish my for descendants like, uh, and my friends for life. Like free plane tickets forever. Nice, uh, nice pair of socks. Good coffee. Undies. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be hard. It's hard oh. to think, but definitely, it, yeah. I think pot of gold, and maybe like some a, a a good solid bag for my loved ones. Yeah, I think maybe bringing like my daughter back from the edge of death would be one. Yeah, uh, for sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah, or it's like uh, you know, like I I want uh a future James Bond actor to be able to see the Leprechaun. I think I would wish for that as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Another that's perfect yeah. episode of Decop. <laughs> perfect, completely or completely how we wanted it to go. Amazing. Uh, so uh, thank you for coming on the pod. Like you're it's, welcome. It's great to have you. Thank you. Thank uh, you. This is where such can a the cute people find podcast. you? Yeah. Well, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Megaroni two underscores after that. Yeah. So what about you? you? Where can plug? you find the? Oh, anything I want to plug? Well, I don't know when yeah. this is coming out. So if ever we're going to level with you, this is a backup and yeah. it's going to be great. So, so hopefully you get to hear this soon. I think I'm going to plug. <laughs> I really like the good place. Watch the good place. Watch Ted Lasso. I'm going to plug hydro flask. I really like their work. Not a sponsor, not a sponsor, but it could be. And I'm also going to plug jean jackets. They've made a comeback in such a strong way. I'm a big fan. Same. So, same. Yeah. I Speaking of, you can find me on all social medias at Denim King Josh. Yes. Uh, uh, no relation. So you can find us over on Instagram at Disney Channel on Original Pod. And if you like us, leave us a nice review, rate us five stars so other people can find the podcast and listen to it and tell their friends. Leave us a comment on social media or in your review about what decom or not decom you'd like to hear us review next. We release new episodes every Sunday. And I also want to plug Mangoes. They're great. And Sabrina, who... This was recorded while they had the Rona. So, you know, we just want to plug them because they're great. Yes. We got you, Breezy. Mm -hmm. So until next time, I'm Megan. And I'm Josh. And you've been listening to D-Cup, the Disney Channel unoriginal podcast. Dun, 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 dun. Katie.